Hello and welcome to the third episode of Marketing Nuggets with Gabriella Ferenczi. That would be my name. I'm a German and Hungarian language teacher, language coach. I live in London in the UK and I run here a boutique language training company. It's called Prolingua Global and I specialize in working with finance executives, finance professionals. And it turns out that I'm also an online marketing teacher and mentor, which is a newfound passion of mine. And in this Marketing Nuggets episode, I'm going to talk about social media and my thoughts on using it in our language business. But first of all, a confession I need to make. For my language training business, Prolingua Global, I'm not using social media that much. In fact, I don't even remember when was the last time I actually posted on Prolingua Global's business pages on um, on social media. Why is that? Well, I consider social media a great place to network, a great great place to educate, inspire and uh, and to entertain people. But it's not really a platform through which I'm expecting to find clients, to be honest, or at least not through posting content. You know, I found that I could spend hours on end creating and scheduling uh, beautiful creative posts or images, you name it. But it turns out that spending time on this is just not worth it for me. And I will talk about the why in a moment, but I don't want you to get me wrong. I do use social media and I do manage multiple business pages and personal accounts too, but I'm, you know, active. And at the time of the recording, uh, the only platform I haven't tried yet is actually TikTok, but I can't wait to check it out to really understand what all the fuss is about. And I'm very curious to find out more about Clubhouse as well, which is the newest social media platform. And it's about connecting people via audio only. So it's a very interesting concept. But For sure, you can look me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I also have a YouTube channel. I use Pinterest and I manage, you know, company pages on all of these platforms. So my point is that I do use these platforms and I'm actively publishing content on most. It's just not so much on Prolingua Global because I have a steady stream of client inquiries anyway, and I don't need to post in order to uh, to find clients there. So I could post to educate, inspire, but up until this point, I just didn't have the, uh, the time and the resources. In a couple of months time, I'm going to start actually to work with someone who will help me to create content, but it's not in order to grow my client base, but more in order to contribute to the mission of um, you know, native English speakers, yes, you can learn foreign languages, here is why you would want to do that, etc. I, I do want to advance this cause and, uh, and to contribute to the efforts of our industry for the benefit of, you know, Brits and, and other native English speakers, because ultimately, it's really not just about me, it's about the bigger picture too. And I want to make sure that I play a part in the effort. So I will start to show up more with Prolingua content in the near future. But again, it's not because I'm expecting to find clients through posting. 
because clients find me in a different way. And I will talk about that uh, in a later episode and I will share with you uh, how exactly I'm trying to, uh, to find clients to make sure that I've got a steady stream coming my way. Now, confession over, let's talk about social from a business and marketing perspective. So here is how I see it at the moment. In 20, uh, 2010, social media was a really fun place to be. 2021, it's massively overcrowded. It's increasingly difficult to, to stand out, to, to make our voice heard there without spending, spending money, so without paid advertising. And before, before I would dive into my thoughts on, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and the like, let's just spend a minute to, to talk about your target audience because ultimately that's the key here. Who? is your ideal customer, what age are they, what do they do, where do they live, and and what platform are they hanging out on? You know, are we talking about, I don't know, 12 to 18 year olds? Then it's TikTok. But, you know, the buying decision is probably made by parents, so then I would say it should be Facebook. Uh, 18 to 30 year olds, uh, it's probably Instagram. Facebook is just too old school to them. 30 plus, it's Facebook for sure. And working professionals, then it's definitely LinkedIn. So the whole story really starts with knowing who your target market is, who you are serving, because then you can make sure that that you can reach them. And let's not forget that, you know, if you talk to anyone you talk to no one. So be specific about who you are serving because then you can find the platform uh, where they actually uh, hang out. So let's talk about Facebook first. You know, if you have a business page, like, you know, not just the personal profiles and uh, but, but an actual business page for your language business, then you may notice that even though I, you have, I don't know, let's say 300 followers, your posts actually only reach a fraction of them organically, like, I don't know, 70 people. So you have 300 followers, but you only reach 70 of them with your, with your posts. It's because of algorithms. We are in the hands of algorithms. You know, Facebook wants people to connect with people. So it's not so much about businesses connecting with people. Businesses these days have to pay in order to reach more of their existing followers who already like the page. And of course, if you want to reach new audiences, then again, you have to pay. But, you know, the great thing is that you can run uh, superbly targeted campaigns where you can be very specific about who you want your ad to be shown to. You can be specific about the demographic, the age, the gender, location. You can even say, you know, I, I want my ad to be shown to people between the age uh, 30 to 40 who read books by Jane Austen. I'm not kidding. If you know, if you are after these kind of people, then Facebook will show your ad to them. No problem. So, you know, if you think about it from another perspective, you know, it's mind blowing how much Facebook actually knows about us through analyzing our behavior online. And we small businesses, we can actually use this uh, big data to reach the right people, you know, our ideal audience for whom we might be just the right solution. So, you know, if you feel that you 
spend a lot of time on social, creating content with not much return on the time invested. And I mean, you know, clients not really coming through those channels, then then rather than overwhelming yourself with the pressure of creating daily posts and uh, and content, I would rather encourage you to instead, you know, post less and use the time to explore paid advertising uh, on Facebook. It's not rocket science, it's learnable and it's cheaper than Google, at, at least at the time when I'm uh, when I'm recording this. Uh, but I will talk about paid ads in another episode. So let's leave this side of the story for now and let's just move on to Instagram and all the other social channels. So Instagram is all about beautiful visuals and imagery. You can connect your Facebook with your Instagram and, and post in both places to save time. Twitter is a very interesting space. I personally really like it. All sorts of people hang around there, including academics and and media people and journalists. So you never know when a journal or a a publisher might uh, might pick up your story. And and you can post there as much as you want. Like nothing is too much on Twitter, it seems to me. And um, and I see LinkedIn as a brilliant uh, networking platform where I can connect with uh, with peers and and working professionals. Now, YouTube is also a social channel because, you know, you can follow people and businesses, you can like their videos, you can comment. So if you are good at, uh, at video creation and you feel that your audience would appreciate this kind of content from you, then it's a great place to be for sure. But again, the question is, what platforms are used by your audience? Because that's the platform you should spend time on and just, you know, happily ignore the rest. Okay, I really hope this was useful. Again, I have so much more to say, but I come I will come back to those points in another episode because it's time to to wrap up now. And if you have any questions about social media or in fact, uh, online marketing, you know, website, blog, email marketing, paid ads, you name it, then please do reach out. I would love to answer as part of another episode. And again, my name is Gabriela Ferenzi. If you've liked what you've been hearing and you want to get more bite-sized, easy to digest episodes on practical, modern online marketing, then, then make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And for more resources, you might want to visit gabriellaferenzi.com forward slash thrive online, which is where I actually share even more. All the links are available in the podcast notes. And so thank you very much for listening and tuning in again. Take care and, and bye now.